Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy in Dear Abby. My wife is working on a casino woman in Dear Abby. She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. person who needs a certain amount of sleep every night. Oh. I need six hours, but mind you, my eyes will pop open at six and I am raring to go. I get shot out of a cannon. I'm energized. And if I'm not in that state, then every, then like the scales just get tipped if I have a crap night of sleep. You need to be like panic out of a cannon? Is that it? Not panic, just alert. When alert. my eyes are open at six, that is it. I am done. See, that's how much I know my chihuahua style body. Okay. So. It, I mean, I'm just losing interest fast. So. <laughs> I hate you. I hear so, that a lot. I hear that a lot. I know. So I get a crappy night's sleep. And then every time I tried to go and get something done, something happened where I couldn't achieve my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Steph is away for the week. And so she's got a cat sitter that's coming and going, but- the cat sitter's only there for like a half hour and then she'll leave. And I knew that the cat sitter was gone by 9.30. I know because I ran into the cat sitter earlier in the week when I went over. I've been using her house to do work because nobody's in there. Mm-hmm. And that's my chance to get stuff done is because nobody's in this house. You can't the cat get, is barely in the house. You can't get anything done in this enormous space? Nope, I can't. Okay. okay people find me. People, people talk to me. People. Dogs. Oh, like dogs in the movie find me. Us? Like people just randomly just appear in your backyard. Yeah, they do. And, okay. and I'm like, did you come up yeah, from yeah. the basement um, escalator? So I Good go over to her. Steph's house for the cat sitter, uh-huh. which, you know, is weird because the cat really never appeared when I was there. Cat, cat sitting is like is like believing in God. You don't see it, but you have to trust it's around. Mm. And you put out offerings for it. Mm. And then every now and then the That's offering more is like gone. like Santa Claus. Like you don't see it. You put like the cookies and milk and then- and then you just hope for the best. And then hope And then your that, parents lie to you. And then hopefully like everything that you circled in the Spiegel catalog will come Spiegel! To you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was only given Sears. Yeah, that's sad. Damn it, Boston. Stupid raising. So I, I was in there just trying to get work done. I had one hour to do everything. And the cat sitter showed up late and she kept talking to me. As soon as she came in, I said, hey, I'm just here doing work. I got to get some stuff done. Oh, I know what that's like. Yeah. It's so hard to get anything done when you're at home because everybody tries to talk to you and then people just keep interrupting while you're trying to get work done. And I'm just going to, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be with the cat. And then she goes over to the cat, like two feet away from me. She's like, hello, kitty. Aren't you so excited that your parents are coming home tonight? Oh, I've got a feather. Who loves a feather? And you love your little crunchy food, don't you? I'm just going to be outside watering the plants because they look like they need a little bit of watering. Isn't I it? can't stop talking. Why exactly. didn't you just go over to a baseball bat like they did in us and just like <laughs> spin it around like a golf club? You know what? Maybe I should have studied it more thoroughly you because I could have picked up a thing or two. You should have put on your red jumpsuit and be like, this will only take a minute. <laughs> and then I'll just stand over her all frozen <laughs> camera two yeah. feet away from my face. Yeah. That's I hope you're happy. Don't talk to me about your cats. I was so fit to be tied. I got nothing done. And then I left like so angry and I'm driving back and I'm in a turning lane, a left turning lane. So there's a right lane to my side and a woman pulls up to my side and goes, and I see her 
honking at me and like talking through her window and my window. Two shut windows. Uh-huh. So now I have to roll down the window. Genius. And she rolls down hers and she goes, God bless you. I just wanted to say God bless you. Please, please tell me you had, to, you responded with something. <laughs> I burst out laughing. <laughs> That's all you got. At first I went, <sighs> Ah! <laughs> God bless you. What made her stop and look at me? And maybe my rage face, she was like, she needs a blessing. And that's a person who's going to receive it right now. And she's going to receive it so positively. I really wish you could have like Tim Burton yourself and like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And like, tell him large, Marge sent you. <laughs> and then I got out of the car with the us bat and then went over to her car. Was that your computer? Yes, it was telling me. Why don't you fucking Some, silence your computer? Why don't you just shut up? Why don't you silence your face? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> like I need a blessing at a red light. And then the light turned green and people were honking at us because I'm trying to receive a blessing from a woman in a Nissan Sentra. <sighs> if I had a nickel. Tell me about it. That was my day yesterday. How was yours? It's delightful in every way. Grand. You don't need to tell me anything more than that. That's all I have. That's all I have, except for there was the 8th Avenue E. coli fair yet again. I don't know how many times during the summer that they have this thing. I don't need a wallet made out of duct tape. I don't need a sorry. I don't need a sorry. I don't need a thousand pairs of socks. I don't want some loose meat sandwich on a stick or something. Isn't it too hot to be cooking all that corn? And it starts so early. Of course it does. And the thing is that irks me is that people show up that are new to the New York City Street Fair and then they stumble upon it like it's the most magical thing that they've ever seen. Like they've just found a unicorn and they're like, oh, we never get an experience like this. They're having a street fair. But this unicorn is covered in dirt, is probably gay, smoking a cigarette. (laughs) And is eating a steak, a steak sandwich. (laughs) Right. Yes, that's been sitting out in the sun. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. And they never change it either. It's always the same thing. It's the same stuff. And then next weekend, they'll probably have the 9th Avenue of Coli Fair. So it'll be the same shit, but just down. Yeah, just down or, five blocks. Haven't I showed you that um, that old Chicago commercial about Muanoink? No. It was like uh, ribs and meat. Muanoink. Muanoink. <laughs> it's a remix? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. <laughs> there are two people dressed up like a <laughs> Like a cow, and one dresses up as a pig, and they do like this rap, which I can't do because I don't rap. Well, you should try. Oh, I see it. I found it. Can I hear they it? They got baby, baby, baby back ribs. <laughs> the best part is like the, the dance interlude. I'm listening to this song right now. The other best part <gasps> is that the two ladies that are doing pot de berets past the um the, the meat aisle. The meat aisle are wearing those Cosby sweaters. Oh my so god. It's like, it's like Lise Bonet and Tempest Bledsoe just <laughs> yes. doing Maybe that's where they got the idea for the opening of the Cosby show. They're like, You guys, I saw this commercial and here's how we're gonna start off the Cosby show. Everybody do a snake. <laughs> he comes out of the freezer with the pudding pops. Ew. <laughs> Tommy loves pudding pops. Yes, he does. Moving oink. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's like that a, might still be playing. Well, it looks like it was made. It's I think apparently 1976. Yes, uh, but it has still been. It has been running. Well, I haven't been in Chicago for a while. But have you ever seen Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage? Jones barbecue and foot massage. Jones barbecue and foot massage. If I was eating barbecue and then someone was rubbing my feet, I'd have to be on a toilet <laughs> because it would like process Nobody immediately. Is. No, ew! Like it sends a signal to your colon. A little bit. I don't ew! Know. I feel like you. This is tested. I feel like you're speaking from experience right now. I do not intentionally tell tales. Marcus, are you what? listening? <laughs> I normally don't lie to people. Is it is it a vinegar-based barbecue or a sugar-based barbecue? What? It, anything. Listen. It, <laughs> it's either one. It's spicy. If someone lies to me and says, like, no, I didn't put any seasoning on this. And then all of a sudden I bite into it. And they're like, it's just a little pepper. I'm like, lies! <laughs> it's a lot of fucking pepper. I'll be right back. And then I'm going to be the sky riding. Right. I'm While go- I'm trying to cool my anal cavity off. I have to like hold on to both handicap rails on the toilet and hope to God that they don't break loose from the tile. <laughs> Why are we the same person? I don't know. I have a very delicate Irish stomach. I mean, I don't I don't look very Irish, but yet internally. <laughs> internally, it's all there. I'm all built. I'm Irish on the inside. Like my lower intestine is in my shoulder. I'm not built right. It is I sensitive. Know it's like if you just like, if I went past like the, the spice aisle- at at Kroger, I my my I would probably just like you'd colon blow. I'd fill up my shorts. <laughs> just by. And and my husband over there, he he likes to add spice to things that don't need spice. Cheerios. Green beans don't need well exactly right. Fruity pebbles, green beans don't need all that spice. He keeps putting this like hotter than the center no. of the sun spice on it. No, and and I told him and look. My family has a very delicate palate. They have a very very delicate palate. That's why we call my mother's (laughs) cooking is the Bland Cafe. If she opened up her own restaurant, it would be called a taste of nothing. We don't like to be challenged by flavor. Sure, I hear you. So, yeah, he put he made dinner for my family, and my (laughs) I could see her sweating it out that she was trying to be polite, but he put some spice on these green beans that was not right. Sweating is the first sign of total destruction. My father likes it, though, which is the weird thing, because my father is the Irish one, and he likes spice. He claims that his food should give him a fight. Oh. But- So he's not gay. His face was turning definitely purple. Definitely not gay, then. Congratulations. Right. Anytime no. someone brings out, when they come to the table, like, anyone like hot sauce? I look at the wait- waiter or waitress like, like, are you out of your fucking mind? Do I want hot sauce? Look at me. Do well, I not look homosexual is to fine. you? Now get out of here. Do I want hot And then do you sauce? slap her? It's like, uh, like, is this is this mustard spicy? No, it's fine. And then I, of course, dip whatever I have into that fucking spicy mustard, and I put it in my mouth, and I can just feel my teeth, like, closing up shop, pulling the shades down, and being like, preparing for a hurricane. <laughs> and then I bite into it, and I'm Disaster like, you're relief. a fucking liar. And then- my other favorite part is when they refuse to come back with any more water, but yet there's still my wine glass, but I'm not going to drink my wine because then I will then- Chug it. I will chug it. And, and then you won't I'll be taste a, it. I won't taste it. I won't get drunk because I am fighting a, a war in my mouth mm-hmm. because this bitch didn't pour me any water. And I use the word bitch referring to male and female. So your equal opportunity bitchery. That's right. Uh, I, but you know, you're supposed to have milk to counteract the heat. 
How do you feel about that as someone well, who's as someone dairy who's, yeah, sensitive? Someone who's lactose intolerant. Yeah, that's a great idea. So when my mouth is on fire and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like from both ends. Shooting out all sides. Yeah, I'm a dragon. It's every hole in, in your body. Everything in your body is like, this is it, boys. Red alert, red Find alert. An exit, warning, any warning, exit. warning. We're jumping ship. Sorry, I didn't build a better boat for you, Rose. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, jumping. your body is the Titanic of spices. <laughs> I feel the same way. I am with you on this. It's my this favorite is... Victor Garber line of all time. Which is what? Sorry, I didn't build a better boat for you, Rose. Oh, I forgot about and that. Then I forgot it was the Victor clock, Garber. And then I'm like, really? I'll pay you five American dollars if you can give me another Victor Garber quote ever. That's it. See? Although then it's I your just... favorite. Well, yeah. It's your favorite by default in that you know no other. Why would you know? It's because not like Victor Garber is is Eleanor Roosevelt or Einstein. Yeah, anyway. Oh, Jesus. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Welcome. Well, that's my best way to welcome you all to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Elijah Wood. <laughs> and I, of course, am Thora Birch. <gasps> and welcome to the Maha'a Bar. We are coming to you live from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Oh my God. My body just reacted to that like cayenne pepper. I definitely I, just, just I needed a little, a little warm up because I just had some Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> you didn't see so. that coming. Wow. We have Glad Foley now. We are fancy. We're getting fancy in the Maha yeah. Lounge. We've upped our ante. Our production quality is getting more um, fine, shall we say. We don't have an echo anymore. It's a, it's a lovely time to be alive. Yes. It's like we're trapped in an elevator whispering. Gently. Yes. With spices. Yes. Mm. It's like any Handmaid's Tale. We're just talking to each other at this close. No, if it were Handmaid's Tale, we wouldn't be talking. Oh, that's right. Sorry. I'm but they brought muffins. Muffin baskets mean we're a go for the plan. I'm giving away too much, right? Mm. Guess what? Nothing. You yeah. could watch the whole season and be like, I don't know. Somebody died and then I looked up uh, Elizabeth Moss's anal cavity. It's so close That's to her. Like, do I, they're just going to have a tampon camera okay. at a certain point. Too much? This is your wife. Just to let you know. Congratulations. And then I washed that down with watching <clears throat> Queer Eye, which- <gasps> Okay. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to say it, and it's probably not a popular opinion. I want to hear what you're going to say and see if we agree on this as well as Spices. First of all, now that I know that his name is Bobby, who works his <laughs> You off, never knew his name his was Bobby. ass off every, every, every goddamn episode. episode. Mm -hmm. And then Anthony, the other day, wrapped up the, the episode by talking about salt. And I swear to God, everyone probably tweeted and sexted and did whatever they have. Meanwhile, <laughs> Bobby has just like sent a hundred orphaned, like a hundred orphans to school for mm -hmm. free, mm -hmm. um, redid their entire house, gave them a scholarship and like it is, is glossed over. And created underground bunkers <clears throat> for, for right. everybody who's in despair. Right. And um, Anthony showed up with an ironic t-shirt and the lisp and said, oh, I can show you how to make bagels, toasted. Ritz cracker pizzas. Or I can not toast them, or I could put butter on it, or what you'd like to do is put jam on it, or maybe put it on a small, cute plate and serve it as guests, for guests. Or maybe- As guests. As guests. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I agree with you. I, oh. I see it all. 
We've discussed this before. I just, is that- I, the thing is, I couldn't let it go because I had watched it back to, I watched like four episodes the other day and I was like, this motherfucker Bobby is slaving away. He not only does like one room, he does several rooms. Yes. But Changes because he's someone's not whole life. As cute as Anthony. Do you think that's why he's not getting the, the screen time or the, the props he deserves? I don't They'll know. probably think... never get the props you feel ever deserve. Maybe what if that what? song was about him the whole time? I don't know what the hell you're Oh, playing. that's Eminem's Lose Yourself. I don't know. They're playing it on a loop on every fitness class that I've ever been in. I don't we know need what to you're get rid of it. About. Which actually is, is a Brittany perfect segue. Yeah, eight mile. They're always playing every class I ever take. I'm like, can we stop playing Lose Yourself in the fucking music? I am done with it, Eminem. Because you're I'm in Jersey. Done. That's why. Oh, yeah. So our our choices are limited. Our musical choices are that or anything by Bon Jovi. Or Eye of the Tiger. I don't mind that. Oh, okay. Whenever Eye of the Tiger comes <clears> on, <throat> as, as as hack as it is, I'm still like, yeah. You're like, I gotta rising go take the, up. I got to take the stairs. I'm <laughs> doing it. <clears throat> Which is a perfect segue to say that this week, our theme is health and fitness. Health and fitness. I feel fit right now. I am so fit, I'm sweating. <laughs> I know you are. I can smell it from here. Well, I haven't showered since Thursday. So that is our theme for for this week. We're gonna we're gonna hear what Ann and Abby have to say. I mean, they are the models of health and fitness. Now, somebody please pass me my menthol cigarettes and my handle of Reuniti on ice. <laughs> Let's talk about how fit we are. Handle of Reuniti. You know exactly what I'm I talking exactly about. I know exactly what Reuniti on ice is, but I don't actually believe that there was a handle. No, there was a little glass like you could fit your pinky finger in that little glass circle. Remember that at the top? And I was like, that's how Car- are we holding- That's hold- Carlo Rossi. <gasps> Wine. No, but Reuniti had that too. I don't think so. I grew up with this. Reuniti? This is, I grew up drinking Reuniti on ice, I, like I five years I old a with a port wine cheese ball and Triscuits, welcome I think to Boston. you're a liar. I would never Let's lie continue. to you. Let's continue. Yes, health and or fitness. The theme for the week. Shall you, shall you start? <gasps> If you would like me to, I would enjoy this very much because I'm very excited about this. It comes from the La Crosse Tribune of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm, I mm, love Wisconsin. That's French for Wisconsin. Ah. It, July 18th, 1968. And the title is, Exercise is Overrated, Busy Paul Bearer Says. <laughs> There's a lot. It feels wow. like that's word salad. Right. They're like, let's just grab some things and throw them together. Dear Ann Landers. It's time someone spoke out against exercise. Yes, you heard me. Exercise is the most overrated and fraudulent form of self-torture ever perpetrated upon the human race. Last week, I attended a convention. One of my good friends broke his ankle jogging in his hotel room. Another friend told me his wife was in the hospital with a fractured hip. I asked if she fell. Oh, no, he replied. She was doing her daily exercises and suddenly something gave. Within the past five months, I have lost three buddies, all under 50. One dropped dead on the golf course and the other two were inveterate tennis players. I get all the exercise I need acting as pallbearer for friends who are hipped on weight control and physical culture. Set the public straight, will ya, Annie, old girl? Signed, Fatso. Is this Anne's brother? It sounds just like her. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. It's very hard to tell. You know. Well, yeah. there. Well, it's okay. Wisconsin. 
I should have done a Wisconsin accent. I'm sorry I'm not up on my dialect work. It is 10 a.m. Oh, I hate it. It's 11.17 a.m. I should put my contacts You're really in. throwing off what we're doing I'm here. Sorry. So get okay. to the goddamn answer. God! Dear Fatso, every now and then the papers print a story about someone who choked to death eating a piece of steak. You haven't given up steak because of it, have you? Well, the examples you cited add up to approximately the same thing. Proper exercise never killed anybody, but the lack of exercise has put a good many people in their graves. I agree that a person who was not accustomed to exercise should not take up squash at 50. Sensible exercise for people over 40, however, is vital to the circulatory system. A physician can tell you how much exercise and what type is best for you. Couple things. So he said that he lost a friend who was exercising in her hotel room. (laughs) No, lost the friend. That's the chick who broke her ankle running in her hotel room. So she didn't go to the gym. She was, what, running in place for 45 minutes? That's all I can picture. Uh I knew a girl in in college who would spend, I don't know, 20 minutes, I think, running in place Mm -hmm. in her sorority room. Did it work? I don't know, but just the visual of someone thinking like, I'm just going to run in place for 25 minutes. I see you're running in place and I raise you something else. I had uh, a roommate my freshman year of college named Cindy Studley, and she looked exactly like how her name sounds. She was about four foot two. Sturdy. um, Sturdy gal. I'd say, I'd say pushing, pushing three bucks. She was a handsome lady. She was a handsome fella. She was. And um, I came home and I heard, get it, girl. Yeah, ladies, in the hallway as I'm approaching my door. And I opened up the door to find Cindy Studley doing sweat into the oldies on the TV. And she's holding on to the back of a chair for dear life, sweating her ass off, looking so stressed. And she's doing step, tap, step, tap. I open up the door. I see step, tap, step, tap. And she looks at me and she goes, close the fucking door. And that was, she, That's, she was sweating to the oldies. It's for old people. And Cindy Studley. Yeah. Why didn't God she rest just, her soul. She probably died that day. I actually got transferred after that, honestly. Why didn't she just use Get In Shape Girl? Do you Is remember that, that? Remember that toy? No. It was like, if you remember when we were kids, we were marketed like um, things to get us in shape. And it was like a set of like, it must have been around like the Jane Fonda oh, shit. Oh, everything so, was like, around the Jane Fonda like, thing. So like the girl had like the wristbands and the headband and like a little thing of weights. And it was like, get in shape, girl. <gasps> I remember You this know song. the feeling. Yes. Get in shape, girl. You're overweight and 10. No? Um, I don't know do if those mean- are the exact lyrics, but- She knows the feeling. Get in shape, girl. This is just baby Jane Fonda. That's actually kind of scary because they look like miniature Jane Fondas. Yeah. They're dressed just like her. But they're marketed. It's kind of like a toy, but it's a get in shape at the same time. Oh, but they have one of those gymnastic ribbons that never really did anything. No, that's and then like jumping rope. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I once came home. I'm always catching people working out to, to videos. I guess. In a, I used in a to weird- do uh, buns of steel. Oh, never worked. Was that Suzanne Summers? No, no, that was the um, thigh master, thigh which master. I didn't try because I always thought that I would uh, be in the hospital because I felt like that thing would just 
snap and, and go crack right me up in my in your nuts. face. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, I, I had a face. different fear. No, no. I found that when I went back home to visit my mother, I found uh, a thigh Suzanne master. Suzanne Oh. She, yes, she was in the closet, and I was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, I'm just prepping for my next one-woman show. Now, let me take my socks off. What was that called? The girl in the- In the something Corvette. Like the 68 oh, right. Corvette. Or... The girl in the White Thunderbird. White Thunderbird. Right. Oh, there you go. Because she was my, the girl in the White Thunderbird. Right? My husband to know. Um, I An came American home graffiti, correct? from class one day. Always, always class. I came home when I was in elementary school, and I heard- there's a power inside you turning you on. That was the Jane Fonda song. And the door to the TV room was closed and I opened it and my mother was playing the Jane Fonda tape and eating a piece of cake. <laughs> Watching it. This oh. is the fitness that I come from. Well, I mean, if- Buttercream. Let's be fair. I mean, Jane Fonda did all that, but she also had a shit ton of work done. But she didn't admit that until like, what, like last year? What did she have, lipo during that time, though? The I 80s mean, was a very dangerous time to have lipo. I think, I think they did it with a hoover. I think it's, yeah, I think it, that's true. But she had a bunch of work done. Well, of course she, that and is she not the face disorder. that God gave her, no. No, and she had an eating disorder. Oh. But then she made it work. That's cheating. <laughs> it's like it's like Brooke Wyndham <gasps> from Legally Blonde. She had an eating disorder in the 80s? No, 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 she had- um, minor outpatient liposuction. That's why they couldn't. That's why they couldn't she reveal. She had MOL. That's why they couldn't reveal what she did because then her empire would fall down. Because it is literally it her story. <clears throat> that is the legally blonde story. Oh yeah. Oh yep. wow! You gave me. You kind of blown my mind. So my mother was I right to eat the cake, is what you're saying. I don't know if she's right to eat the cake, but I mean it's so weird. Unless she has a sex don't fantasy. Don't make my about mother Jane turn Fonda. on you. Oh. Maybe she's a little bit bi. That's layered. What? She's listening to it right now going, I am not Patrick, but I love buttercream. Oh, I love buttercream so much. Maybe she thinks about buttercream and Jane Fonda at the same time. I guarantee you she does. That I could stand behind. I don't know if I'd want to stand behind it. I don't want to stand behind it. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't need to see that. All right. All right. Hit me. The Daily Chronicle, DeKalb, Illinois. July 19th, 1981. Dear Abby, I'm a 21-year-old male who needs your help with an embarrassing problem. It's my behind. <laughs> it is enormous. I'm five foot eight and I weigh 180 pounds. I work out three times a week at the health club and I'm in pretty good shape except for the above mentioned. I've tried every conceivable exercise and diet I've come across, but can't seem to lose any of the flab back there. It's just plain fat, Abby, and no amount of exercise will firm it up. Oh, no. Someone told me that it can be removed by surgery. Is that so? I don't care if it, if the operation is painful and leaves a scar. Anything would be better than hauling around this outsized caboose all my life. I'm not exaggerating. I look practically deformed. No, it's so bad. God. I hate to go to the beach. If this kind of operation can be done, who would do it? Signed, a yard of lard. No, he did not sign it that way. Okay, go ahead. Dear yard. Which I appreciate she didn't say dear lard. <laughs> dear yard. A plastic surgeon. That's her answer. But try to find one who doesn't mind getting in, getting a little bit behind in his business. But dun dun Oh, oh. my God. 
Now's the time for a pun. Now, I question you, Abby. Um, I think she just phoned that one in. 180 pounds, but 100 of it is in his ass. And he's five foot eight. Oh, that's rough. Look, I- So he's short and stocky, but with a big ass? There's some people that like that. Yeah. That's a fetish. Yeah. He's like basically like salt or pepper. Maybe it's Jones barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> uh, yes, he's got he's got rear. So can you suck fat out of your ass? I don't know. I, the first thing I pictured and, was him just cutting off the ass entirely. But uh-huh. yes, you could suck fat out of your. I mean, you can lipo anything. I don't if know. I had endless supply of money, uh-huh. I would lipo my face. Like I would lipo kind you of everything. You can do that. You, you can, can get smart. Lipo in your you face? can smart lipo your face. Smart light boat, different than regular. Oh, I feel like if I did that, then I'd be the one person where something went wrong and then I'd look like a melted candle. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of beautiful melted candles out there. I know. I go to Bath and Body Works. Wait, let's go back. Okay. Because we've gone way far down the Sorry, rabbit hole. Sorry, you want to suck fat out of your ass. I want to suck fat out of my ass. So you're five foot eight, you're 180 pounds, you're a man, and you don't like your ass. And, and you what year was this? 1981. So lipo was still fairly new. You that's, know how I feel about plastic surgery. I'm I think that's like the like that's like kind of the equivalent of watching someone get a hip replacement because that's as jarring as the lipo. Like you're doing a, a, a like a plunging correction. Because if you've ever watched a liposuction surgery, that's what it's like. Like intense lipo. Correct. It's okay. like a hip replacement. When that like so, my husband had his hip replaced, and I watched a hip replaced. Oh my god, did did you really? Where were you sitting? How did you watch this? Stop I know, it. I didn't watch his. I watched I watched it online on oh. the internet, the world wide web. Why would you do that to yourself? That's like a snuff film. Kind of, because it is fucking jarring. It's aggressive. So I know. Well, we're getting into this now. Yes. Uh, now I've never watched Lipo on Well, that's well, like I watched old Botched Lipo. on E. And they do lipo in that. Well, I really wouldn't watch anything on E and take it as um, Bible. Oh, now you tell me. (laughs) I thought. I mean. But I also watched the Hills reboot, so I'm nothing if not (laughs) tasteless. I don't even understand. And okay. Tell me you go to like Luann Delaseps Cabaret also. Because if you do, I'm going to I will open up not give her money, but if somebody leave. gave me a free ticket, I would definitely go to that shit show. I would definitely, definitely carry that shit show. I would get some pig's blood. I'd put it on, oh, in a bucket. Oh, <laughs> carry? I was like, C-A-R-R-Y? You mean like you want to be in it? Uh-huh. Everybody else we know is. I don't. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. Anywho. Blowing up spots. Um Aggressive lipo in the 80s. Correct. Was not what it was. And that you do run the risk of, if you have extreme lipo, like the blood clot thing, right? Like it can- Well, there's that. And then there's if they puncture something and mm. then um, like your, you, if they puncture your intestine. Ah! But from your ass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't the I don't know. There's that one guy who got the- fucked by a horse and then he died. <laughs> I think, I mean, how are you going to tell a horse to slow down, right? You can't. I'm sorry, you're just going to, can you just pull out a little bit? There's a power inside you, (laughs) turning you on. 
Well, I a think... A horse is a horse, of course. So. Yeah, so they were, they've were they been doing plastic surgery like that for years. I wonder when the first case of liposuction was. Who discovered? Well, and I mean, how like rough the, was the, it? In the Hollywood golden age, everyone had shit done. Who Other did than, lipo first? I don't know. I, I and, don't know. And what know. did they use? Is I don't question. know. Remember when you used to have vacuums in, like, built into the walls of homes in, like, the 60s? Yeah. Did they just, like, I would put my ass right up to that, put it on high. That, that's probably smart. Do it at home. History yeah, of liposuction. 1974 was the first case mm. of lipo. Yeah, right I bet there. that turned out great. <laughs> I feel like just they wanted to test it, so they probably only did one side. They're like, Mom! Why are you walking Come out of the basement. Lopsided? I got to try something out. <laughs> you got to see what I just came up with. It'll only hurt for a minute. Oh. How'd your mom die? That's a long story. Why Why is she tilted on one side? It's fine. I just didn't finish it, okay? It's fine. She'll She'll get around She's to She's fine. It. Don't look at her. She's sleeping. She's fine. She's. <laughs> Don't open the freezer. It's where she sleeps. Ew. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Do we have anything more to say? What? Uh, other than other than get your ass removed, I think lipo is the only way to get your ass removed. Unless well, you do like, do you ever watch my six hundred pound life? When they mm-hmm. cut like swaths of meat off of people, it really looks like sides of beef at a butcher. I'm gonna be sick. I know, but you put some spice on it; tastes absolutely That's, delicious. That is absolutely disgusting. A little cayenne. Pepper. Oh, let's move on. Actually, is this is a perfect transition because of what I have. Yes, it's gonna it's gonna be a nice palate cleanser. Mm. This is from the Evening Sun of Hanover, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, our favorite place in the world. June twenty first, nineteen seventy nine. Dear Ann Landers, did you endorse the Pritikin diet? I rarely miss your column and did not see the endorsement, but my sister in law said she saw it. True or false? Need to know in Ohio. <laughs> Dear Need, false! I have not endorsed the Pritikin diet, the Stillman diet, the Scarsdale diet, the grapefruit diet, the Atkins diet, or any other overnight successes. I do, however, recommend certain aspects of many popular diets. No booze, <laughs> no desserts, no. and what? daily exercise. Hmm. A person is bound to lose weight and feel better if he follows these guidelines. Please tell your sister-in-law she is misinformed. You can also tell her, I have never endorsed a product or read a commercial, and I never will. Ann Landers is not for sale. But if you want to know about the key to popularity, you can send $2 in a self-addressed stamped envelope to P.O. Box 603, Atkins, Illinois, 60601. But I have never endorsed a product, nor a diet, nor I am not for sale. However, my sister is for sale for approximately $15,000 a year. Trash. What the hell is the Predican diet? I don't know. I you did not look Google that it? up, but I, I just saw Adkins and that's all I saw. I mean, I assume. Look, like you, you, okay. Oh, okay. No, are, you, are you trying to call me on my shit? Of doing my backstory. I mean, you Do you know that I've been living ask? a life this week? Do you know I've been talking to, to, to cat sitters and trying to get stuff done? Do you know people have I'm been bored. God blessing me I'm on bored. the streets? I'm bored with this. You decided to move out <gasps> here. You decided to live so in New I Jersey. I be quiet. Okay. Here we go. The Pritikin diet is a low-fat, high-fiber, B-R-E, 
high fibro diet, which forms part of the Pritikin program for diet and exercise, a lifestyle regimen originally created by Nathan Pritikin. The 1979 book describing the diet became a bestseller. Shocker. How is it low fat, high fiber? So that's going to be like breads and grains and things. And boy, was he wrong, because now look at keto. Oh, foods of choice on the Pritikin diet, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, non-fat dairy foods, and animal protein. How is this anything different than we've been knowing this whole time? It's just this asshole's last name. Exactly. Okay. So the McGuire diet for me is just going to be vodka and a good time. And of course, you work out incessantly. I do. I It relaxes me. Mm. I have a frontal lobe deficiency. Seems like it's really working. <laughs> I am very relaxed. I'm very relaxed. I'm very happy. Yes. She has a Karen Carpenter poster in her bedroom. She looks ideal. Any day now. Any day. I just got to tease my hair. It's my, uh, it's my vision board. Yeah. Yeah. The Pritikin diet, the Stillman diet, Scarsdale diet, the grapefruit diet is the most asinine to me. Isn't it just you eat grapefruit and when you just shit yourself because grapefruit will will tear you. It, it, it grabs on to your upper intestine and just screams all the way down. That's like pineapple on pizza with pepperoni for me. Oh. It's like a perfect storm. Did you actually eat that? Yeah. You ate a carb? What? Pizza. pizza? Yeah. Listen. This was 1993, though. Hate, Look, uh, cauliflower is having a moment now, I got to say. Have you had a cauliflower pizza? Yeah, because you served it to me. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's if right. You don't pay attention to what. <laughs> I am forcing cauliflower. If it's riced, if it's, if it's a tortilla, it's having a moment. This is the time to be cauliflower. Did Anthony tell you that? Yes, that he did. Genius with his leather bomber. And then he massaged my right like breast. A... Oh, Gross. he's so hot. He is so. Oh, I can't. And I like when he cries in every episode because he's really learned a lot. Well, they're manipulating us now. I will say. He cries every episode. Not everybody does. Now, does. I love, everybody loves Jonathan. He's everybody's favorite. But I will say- He is. The funniest everybody. episode was when, the first episode when he goes back to redo his, his like gym teachers, you mm-hmm. know, she gets a makeover and he's crying to her about how he was bullied in school and he's like pouring his heart out to her. But she's so average, middle of the road, not a damn tear, not no. a tear. No. She's like, I got nothing for you. I've got a mullet and no emotions. Yeah. I noticed that as well. But I think it's because she just keeps plugging through. Like, all she, she But that's does. what I said. It's a different generational thing. We are of a generation. Well, she actually spoke about that. People don't have her. feelings back then. They literally were just trying to get through wars and actual real problems and not talk about their feelings. They were like, ah, I'm just here. You could light somebody like that on fire. That's what my, well, actually, pa- she my did family's have em- like. She did have emotion when she was talking about, like, the students and all that. So but maybe you need to rewatch But she doesn't get too- she doesn't get bogged down in emotion. She doesn't. She let doesn't it have to. Not everybody does. No, I agree. I'm not saying this is I'm a bad saying. thing at all. I'm saying it as a general. We're just Are we happy, fighting? I, I'm just happy she updated her hair. You know That's what? That's all. Because she looks gonna... like the original Judd album. <laughs> Let's move on. You're boring me. All right. Here we are. Joe's barbecue and fun. Saturday, November 29th, 1997. The Albuquerque <laughs> Journal, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Dear Abby, I had to sound like Casey Kasem. I don't know why, but I just did. <laughs> Going up the charts. 
You do Debbie this Gibson. every time I have liquid in my mouth. Every time. Dear Casey, I am stuck in a well. <laughs> Could you please send your love down it? <laughs> please send your love down my hole. And a sandwich. Bologna and cheese, please. Someone should have proofread that letter before I read it on air. <laughs> Here's Casey. Okay. Saturday, November 29th, 1997, Albuquerque Journal, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Dear Abby, I am 10 years old and in fifth grade. All my life, I have been chosen last. All my life, he's 10 years old. <laughs> That's my problem. PE is my least favorite class in school, not because I don't like sports. I enjoy them. But it is so humiliating always being chosen last. I dread going to school on days when I know... We will have PE. Why can't physical education teachers use a different system? PE teachers must have never had to experience what I have, what I have each day in PE. I will go into class <laughs> again <sorry>. tomorrow <laughs> to be chosen last. Why don't they just hang a sign on me that says "reject"? Last one, to, last one to pick gets me. I'm sure there are other kids who feel the same way. There is one in every PE class. It really, <laughs> it really hurts. <laughs> Because you're not separating the letters. What? <laughs> like, like it's, what you, what? Sorry, you're not, like say P-E, and you keep saying P, and it sounds like, and he Do you keeps want me to start saying it again? P-E, no, no. I, I can this, start again because you've interrupted you my dare. letter. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, P, let's get back to P. Do you want me to start again? I mean, <laughs> yes, more, no, no, don't start again, let's it's perfect. Keep okay. going. It's a drinking game. Just I'm, so you I'm know. just I'm peeing yeah. myself yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm sure there are other kids who feel the same way. There's one in every P <laughs> class. It really hurts. It does. My my mom says, "Don't let it bother me." You know what? <laughs> this is unprecedented. <laughs> yeah. I put on makeup. I'm crying it off. I come here. I have to go through fucking Penn Station and you interrupt me. Let me find center. It's hotter than hell outside. (laughs) I get no water. (laughs) No, you get the poor man's water. I get the flavor water. Oh, God. Okay, what was your answer to that? Because Well, I'm not even done with the fucking... <laughs> oh, shit, it's still going. Okay. It's a long letter for a 10-year-old. <laughs> it's a lot of times to say P.E. I'll say. <laughs> my, my mom says not to let it bother me. She says, uh, she says she was always chosen last, too. I think she says that just to make me feel better. Please don't say, practice the sport and you'll be great at it, and everyone will want you on their team. It doesn't work that way. I'm kind of quiet, and even if you're not bad at the sport, once you've been (laughs) chosen last, (laughs) you will be last next week. The week after that, next year too. I really, really, really hope you print this. I can't hear, I can't bear to think that I have to to go to (laughs) P.E. tomorrow. What can I do? Signed, always chosen last, Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Dear always chosen last. Perhaps there's nothing you can do, but there's plenty there's plenty your PE teacher <laughs> could do if he or she had the sensitivity and imagination. If I had my way, I would outlaw the system of choosing up sides. It's cruel. It was used many years ago when I was a girl in Sioux City, Iowa. It was wrong then and it's still wrong. She didn't get chosen for P either. <laughs> Listen. Couple things. First of all, you can go fuck yourself. And third, (laughs) this was not written by a 10-year-old child. 
I'll now tell you why. First of all, really, he you says P E seventeen times, which if I had a shot, I would not be coherent. I know. <laughs> Uh, That's why I feel like it is written by a 10-year-old, because he's not editing it. But he uses the word humiliating in a sentence? What 10-year-old uses the word humiliating? Oh, me. Hands up. Absolutely. You present day, or you as a 10-year-old? Me, 10-year-old. I doubt it. I was very advanced in my vocabulary, Mm -hmm. and very happy. I'm sure you were really (laughs) Sure you were. I'm very popular. Uh, With with P.E. With P.E. Um, also it's a very lengthy letter, so I don't think this is, this is from a 10 year old. Okay. I'm a 10, you think what I'm 10 years old and in the fifth grade. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? That tracks. Does it? Yeah. He's 10. He's yes. in the fifth grade. Yeah. 10 and in the fifth grade. I don't know. I don't like Where this. the hell school did you go to? What, what do you expect him to be younger in the fifth grade? I don't grade? pay attention to children unless they're in my way and then I, I throw them down the escalator <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> Just gently. Speaking of which, on the way here, this bitch has the fucking nerve with her goddamn stroller. I'm right by the elevator, which strangely I normally don't. I don't take an elevator in any any kind of transit situation. Right. Yep. But it happened to open right there with um, Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy, and we both got into the elevator. (laughs) And then this bitch rolls in. She's I don't know how old she was. I saw her earlier when she cut me off when I was getting my coffee. And then she shoves her fat fucking kid in that fucking stroller and then pushes, doesn't even say excuse me or anything. And he's 17. He's like, yeah, 21. Yeah. And everyone just kind of pushes in and I am like backed up against the wall and doesn't say a fucking thing. And then we're all emptying out, you know, Hume and Jessica get out. This woman next to me gets out. The cocoon gets them. Right. And then she's like looking at me like, "Mm, should I get out now? I'm like. Unless there's another, is there another floor that we're going to, bitch? Then get your fucking asshole kid out of here with all the accoutrements of you being a a young mother and get the fuck out of here. I'm going to miss my fucking train. (laughs) And then did you punch her in the throat? No, I threw her kid on the tracks like I do to every other kid. Exactly. The third rail will take care of everything. I'm like. Natural selection right there. And that was Dear Pod, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, now that we've scorched the earth here in the Maha'a Lounge, we're going to need to I'm just, reconstruct. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You came in. I don't remember any hot. one of my five sisters who had kids behave anything like this. I have 24 nieces and nephews, and I don't believe them ever. You mean you're saying that they weren't in a stroller until they were driving I don't driving believe they age? were assholes with their kids in a stroller. This is a recent phenomenon, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just Midtown. I think if you should have a baby, you should leave Midtown. You're going to pop your girdle if you're not careful. I'm going to throw up in your mouth. (laughs) Wow. Um, All we meant to do was talk about health and fitness. And I'm glad that we've alienated the three women who listen to this. Down a dumpster chute. That was fitness. Try fitness in a dumpster chute. (laughs) You could... Bench press a baby, though. That would be a good exercise. Why would I even want to touch one? Well, you're an uncle, so it's kind of necessary. No, Mm, believe me. Look, I want to baby-proof my body. I'm very sharp. I'm going to hurt the children. Hi, how are you? Talk to me when you're 18 and you're gay. Wow. These are recurring themes for us. Recurring themes are are baby fear slash hate and pooping. It's not hate. Really, we've it's just extreme dislike. Okay. 
All right, that's what we'll call it. Close the fucking door! I think we're done with whatever this P.E. was. And I don't know, why Why don't you just call gym class? P.E.? Because that was a different time then. Well, the the amount of times you said P.E. without taking even 1997? Oh, 97? What do you think? Oh, it is. 1887? Pretty much, yeah. 1997. I did try to get out of gym class in high school. My dad... Was not too pleased with that. Did, did you? How did you get out of it? You mean like for a semester, get out of it? Yeah, I didn't want to go. I was picked last. I was <gasps> out you of were, shape. No one liked me. Didn't have any friends. Maybe the reason you're so hot is because you were the one who wrote this letter. <laughs> it tracks 97, 10 years old, fifth grade. What? Maybe you're touchy because you wrote it and you were like, I wasn't actually in huh. fifth grade. Okay. Can we That's move along? Because you're... <sighs> irritating me. You don't want I'm to hear sweating. about how I was told that I, I should sit on the bench and entertain the girls when I was on a softball team in high school? I bet you did. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go entertain that lady over what there? What was that um, American Warrior, like American Ninja Warrior? Whatever that was. Remember that? American Gladiators? American Gladiators. That's right. My softball instructor in high school was on American Gladiators. Flag. Can we just throw the flag down? Yeah. My softball, what? So we just said the words I American Gladiator coach? in high school. My softball coach, coach. female, flag, was on flag, American flag, Gladiators. Flag. Yeah. Okay. And then was, there was me, mm, first base. Who had to service the women on the bench? Is that what you just said? Entertain? No, they were like, let the 13 year old boy make the girls laugh. <laughs> and so I did. And now I'm a comic, and, and now, I'm sitting across from you, and your rage and your hate I'm that not you hateful. spew across the table. I don't table. know what you're talking no, about. No, no, I'm just, just receiving all your. Oh, you know the only salve for this? Yes, I said salve. <laughs> mm. The only cure for the rage is. Listen to me, listen to me. Open up your slider, let me read you. Collapse your your strollers, listen to me. Oh, wow. I feel healthier already just singing too. that. Thank you. Uh, so we have a couple of listener mail questions uh-huh. this week. And if I haven't said so already, please send them to us. Uh, oh, we're having some technical issues with our email address of yeah. questions of dearpod, at com. So please, for the time being, until we get this kink worked out, uh, please send it to dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Send us your questions if you have advice, questions that need answering. And also, before I forget any longer, follow us on your social medias at dearpodofficial across the board. Anything you'd like to add aside from pure vitriol and hatred? No, apparently I've been condemned because I have opinions. I know. Those aren't welcome here at the Maha'a. <laughs> it's like a Republican oh, party. All right, so we have um, we have a couple okay. of questions here that need answering. I'm very excited. Uh, one that came in last minute and and very last very minute. last minute, and I'm gonna lead out of the gate with this if you don't mind answering oh, this I, I question. Mean, guess, well, I mean, oh, you'll get gonna... the next one. Don't no, you no, no, worry. No, no, no. This no, no, is no, go ahead. Uh, look, because no, I mean, mine's queued house, up already. No, if you sure. want to print them no, out, that's fine. No, it's my house, my rules. You know, it's right. No, it's okay. I don't need any water. It's hotter than hell. No, no. It's and it's passion fruit water. You you have to earn this shit. Oh, okay. I'm doing it. Hello. I am writing in to see if you could shed some light on a current situation occurring in Florida. Oh. As you may know, iguanas are an invasive species to Florida. The species is not protected by law in Florida, 
and people are allowed to kill these reptiles as long as it is in a humane manner. What is your take on what is humane to get rid of the iguanas, and is there a better way to remove them, or should they be left alone? Signed, Concerned, in New York. Hmm. Someone, wow. I like that she used Florida almost as much as you just used P.E. Uh-huh. If I do P.E. in Florida. <laughs> so, here's what Anne has to say. <clears throat> Dear Concerned, your first problem is Florida. If we could remove the state of Florida, that would take care of the whole issue. I say let the iguanas take over and run the state. Frankly, I'd prefer an iguana over Jeb Bush any day. Giving Floridians a hall pass to kill anything is like giving my jewels Mexican for dinner. It's a recipe for disaster. These people are not the arbiters of life. Half the state is timesharing a frontal lobe. Do we really trust the residents of Florida to know what is humane? A woman brought a spider monkey to Home Depot. A high school included a live tiger as a part of their prom decorations. Someone donated a grenade launcher to the Goodwill. You know your state is bad if news outlets have a quarterly list of all the stupid things that have happened during the year. Comedian Patton Oswalt said it best. Florida is America's scrotum. These people are not the ones who should be called upon to control the population. The rest of America should be called upon to control the population of the residents of Florida. I say Floridians had their chance, and now it's time for the reptiles to be in the driver's seat. Let the iguanas and meth alligators see if they can do better. It'll be natural selection at its absolute best. Let's thin the herd. Iguanas 2020, they've got my vote. And Wow. Yeah, we're, we're leaving no, no, we're leaving nothing behind. Wow, okay. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Your thought? I don't have any thoughts. You're not allowed to have any. No, okay. I'm not. I'm just a man here in the basement <laughs> looking at a woman. Who's who I, judging him? Who I think is a woman. No. But it could be my brother, Buddy, as a, as a boy. James Caan? As a small is boy that you? child. Um, I have Anne's response to that letter. You mean Abby? That's what I said. Go right ahead. Yeah, no, this is this is spiked. This is spiked water. Yes. Yeah, Feeling no, dizzy? Yeah. <laughs> Flavorful. It's hot in here, right? Is it, is it dizzy? Okay. <gasps> okay. That is so uncomfortable in my left ear right now. Pinwheel, pinwheel spinning around. Okay. Joe, it's barbecue and Here we go. Dear Concerned, the only time I'm concerned about Florida is when I'm forced to go there and my flight ends up getting canceled and I can't get home. As far as the treatment of all things iguana goes in Florida, well, seems like there is a problem here and humane and kill do not go hand in hand in my pocketbook. What are we to do, you ask? Leave them alone. For decades now, our parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents have been flocking to this melanoma ha haven for their escape, seemingly scurrying to the southern tip of North America with their uniform of oversized sunglasses, straw handbag, and husbands who can't hear so well. The iguanas were there first, so I say, if you don't like them, don't go to Florida or learn to live with them. 
Who would ever in their right mind think it is all right to eradicate a civilization that predates them simply because they can't stand them? Who would do such a thing? Could you imagine Christopher Columbus performing such an atrocious act when he landed here? No, of course not. Instead, he had a fully planned, well-balanced, and well-thought-out meal with his new friends, the Native American Indians. Everyone was able to live and let live, put on some sunscreen, and let these Native friends enjoy their time in the sun, too. I think you just rewrote history. She was a history major. <laughs> Clearly. I don't know. They're, they have very similar views on the state of Florida. I mean, I think I share that. Cut it off and let it float off into the Atlantic. That's, there's nothing there that I actually need. No, no. No. Except for maybe a good Ruby Tuesday. Mm. I don't think so. We did go to a nice hula hands here, which I'm assuming <laughs> we, is the same thing. We sure did. We both experienced the Impossible Burger. Right, which is impossible to get out. To digest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have That's learned. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a clogged TCBY machine. It, it yeah. all comes back to Stinkberry, doesn't it? I don't know. I've never been to Stinkberry. Although you did take me to 16 Love Handles. handles. Yes, 16 Love Handles. Oh, if I get back early tonight, we should do that again. No, I'm okay. Cashew milk. What'd Let's do another me? listener mail. What do you say? Do you want to read this one? <clears throat> Can I put you in charge of it? No, I'm okay. I trust Go you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You read it. Oh, oh you really? Oh. Go ahead. Hi. Hi. That's how it starts. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were just saying hi. Hi. But hi to you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi. Hi. My husband attended a fundraiser for our neighbor's ill daughter. Our neighbor showed enthusiastic appreciation by kissing him on the lips. Should I be worried? Signed, don't want to be naive wife. Can I, I have a question about the question. Okay. I'm accepting questions about the question. Okay, great. So we're not saying that the neighbor who has the ill daughter is male or female. No, there is no specificity okay. in this. Good, because I was just reading Abby's answer. Okay. And I and just realized I... No, I kept my pronouns neutral. Oh, Like a good not. 2019-er. Go ahead. Dear Naive, there is a famous quote, kissing is like real estate. The most important thing is location, location, location. <laughs> But I once bought lakefront property in Flint, Michigan, so you'll excuse me if I cry shenanigans on this tacky practice. I grew up in a time when we were afraid we'd get pregnant from a toilet seat, so I can't fathom the idea of a neighbor whom I hardly know laying their lips on me. My jewels once had an Italian friend who would greet us by planting a smacker right on the kisser before you had time to say herpes. One time I saw him coming and I headed him off at the pass. I said, look, bub, I don't know how they do things in Palermo, but here in Chicago, an unsolicited kiss on the mouth can lead to an unwelcome knee to your meat clackers. Sometimes you have to be blunt. My Jules was not so fortunate. The maestro turned his attentions to my husband. Jules's tortoise-like reflexes made him an easy target, and Mario Batali gave him a hello kiss that rivaled the sex scene in Ghost. Oh, Excuse me, did I say Mario Batali? Yes, yes I did. Mario Batali violated my husband's delicate mouth. Now, while this grating may seem like an advance, it may not necessarily have any sinister intention behind it. It may well be a generational thing. In the 80s, you were greeted with a business-like handshake and sometimes an offer to do cocaine. In the 90s, warmth went mainstream and people started incorporating hugs and air kisses into their salutations. 
Then in came the naughty oddies where pop culture reevaluated their notion of masculinity and everyone was practically saying hello with a finger up the bump. <laughs> now, thanks to the Me Too movement, people's physical interactions are coming into keen focus and every move is under a microscope for fear you'll be accused of unwanted advances and you'll be sent away to Weinstein Island. Thank the makeup. Unless your husband is going to the neighbor's house to borrow a cup of sugar at 4 a.m., I don't think you have any cause for concern. Some people's greetings are just more demonstrative and should come with anointment. If he likes it, well, that's another story, and prepare yourself for an invitation to a key party. If they do it again, just say, Hey, neighbor, congratulations, you now have thrush. That should take care of things once and for all. Happy handshakes, and everyone, please stay five feet away from me at all times. Wow. Yeah. That was a long answer. It was. Well, she had something to say. Not that there was limits. No. Not that that we're tamping everything down, are we? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm keeping it a tight tight one minute 30. Okay. Mm. Dear Naive, nothing to worry about at all. Your neighbor just seems a little happy and affectionate. Now, if you if you caught your neighbor and your husband behind the gymnasium showing more enthusiasm with a bottle of poppers and leather zipper mask while yelling, take me to church, you're my new god, well then, I would consider that something to worry about. Men showing each other affection is absolutely normal. Just look at wrestling. A manly sport. Power against power. Two men in their prime, in a singlet poised to lurch at each other's abdomens, wanting to pin one another down to the ground with such force that they tend to tear the flimsy clothing barrier clean off, tossing their limbs about, pressing their hard bodies against one another, and during a sweaty and heart-pounding experience that lasts mere minutes. As they announce the top winner, they exit the now damp mat and tap each other on the behind before exiting to the musky locker room to towel off. I'm sorry, what was the question? (laughs) Ah, yes, yes. If your man comes home with a case of herpes and it wasn't from you, well then, that's when I would start to worry. Abby. Damp mat. Damp mat. P-E. P-E. Damp mat. Wrestling on your damp, damp mat during mat, P-E. Which would be your rug while you're watching Queer Eye when Antony comes on and talks about milk. Damp mat is what I am sitting on when I watched him teach those children in the high school how to make Ritz cracker pizzas. It was literally like... I think I sent you a text. It was like Cher in Mermaids because all she knows how to make is appetizers. Which is exactly my diet. Like that's where I yeah, live. Yeah, but that's not what he is there to do. He's but there to make meals. How not- do you know? How? Why does he have to be there for everybody? It's like somebody told me they have a problem with Sandra Lee because she's not a real chef. And I'm like, but she's perfect for people like me who only know how to cut things open and stack things. First of all, Sandra Lee is not a nice person. Second, I don't like the fact that her name is Sandra Lee. And then you can confuse it with nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee, which is the cause. What about Sandra D, which also adds another level here. These are all harried homemakers, and it makes me very happy I that like, Anthony is, is in my, my life home? and on my face. Sandra, Sandra, what's her name? Sandra D. Sandra Lee. Sandra Lee. Whatever her name is, It's semi homemade, right? Semi. Yeah. Yeah. I and then she it. has like about twelve cocktails, and then she's like, and then I think, I and think she always has burning. a gay friend come over and help her with the tablescape. I don't watch that. This is she Sandra does? Lee is me. Well, yeah, she had that. She only time that she came to life was when she had her gay friend on. As nature intended. Exactly. That's why I keep you around, so I can come to life. I fucking dare One day a week. 
And thank God when you leave, because then I need an ointment. I'm out of here! I need an ointment! Oh, it's... Oh, look who's back. Time for... Specialty cocktails! Sing it with me! God damn it! Specialty drinks! Specialty cocktails! Jones barbecue and foot massage! I'm gonna let you hang out. <sighs> the lack of support I feel from you today. That's fine. When you're feeling quite supported yourself. I am! I am sitting up very straight with my bra on. That's right. Uh, so this week's cocktail is inspired by health and fitness. Oh. We are keeping things alcohol-free for the morning. <laughs> that will change <laughs> later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stupids. This one is called the creeper. And I like call it underwear. that because you do not want to leave the house for 45 minutes to an hour after you've had this, as this will sneak up on you and blow your colon out the front door. What's in it? So here's what you want to do. In a blender, you combine ice, two cups of almond milk or any non-dairy beverage, because I know how sensitive your upper intestine can be, six cubes of frozen mangoes, one banana, two tablespoons of peanut butter, which is delicious, a handful of kale, a handful of spinach, and a scoop of vegan protein powder. And if you really want to blow it out the front door, I recommend adding a tablespoon of flax seeds. Yes, this is what I have in the mornings before an Orange Theory Two workout. Two cups of cayenne pepper. And then I snort creatine powder up my nose. And then I can bench 280. If this doesn't cure what ails you, I don't know what does. So this is mm. called The Creeper. Ladies and gentlemen, it looks let's like hear it for our it. resident mixologist, James Ferris, who's doling it out. It's so thick that he's bringing forks and that knives. That is so thick, Jim. I don't know if I've ever seen anything so thick. Did I clog the, the pipes? No, you broke the blender. <gasps> I broke the blender? Ooh. How? Because it's got all your frozen shit in there. Are we going to eat something sharp if I broke it? No, it's what? just a nothing rain because the blender's broken. So we can't... Wait. What? Wait, it's always... Wait, is it not moving? Because it does that all the time. No, the thing that moves... Yeah. Where? Did, I mean, I don't want to eat something if there's like metal chips in there left over from the motor of the blender yeah your stupid so underneath yes because of your ice and all your crap and your frozen shit yeah i wanted a new blender anyway oh that looks like this is the way you just pass it around that's just ice that chunky stuff sure it is (laughs) pour it you should be able to pour it you can pour that that's nothing let me see this hand me a couple of can you hand me some glasses? Wow, that looks thick. She's yeah, thick. thick. That- <laughs> oh, it smells so good, though. It tastes good. I broke the blender. Mm. It's, I'm sorry, right? Doesn't it? It's good. It's got peanut butter in it. Everything oh. tastes better with butter. <clears throat> well, it's peanut butter and some. Oh, well, look butter. at it go. Look at it go. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, I think I saw it. Oh. oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh there you go. Ooh, that's oh, it's chunky. chunky. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know what? You, you know when you want to drink? Oh! <laughs> that just does not look right. That does not. We should have done this I'm over sorry, the I sink. I don't feel well. Oh, God. Hey. Oh God. I don't feel good. Put it right here. You know when this is good for? After PE. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I don't feel good. Oh, God. Oh, God. It looks like vomit. It tastes like heaven. Cheers to you. Don't leave me. Oh, here we go. 
I love a drink that you have to chew. Yep, I'm chewing it. This is like cheddar and broccoli. <laughs> I say we go out back and lick the lawn after this. Oh, chewing so much. It's usually much better when I make it, but I put someone else in charge of making, and he ruined everything. I don't want this anymore. Which half of it's on the floor at this point. Yeah. That's really good. For anybody who's into that weird ASMR sound effect thing. What? Yeah. You know when you people like who like to listen to sound effects, just listen to people like whispering into a microphone. This is not far off. You mean from like that. that woman that makes over a million dollars on YouTube just eating? She's a national hero. She just sits there and eats. The rest of us are assholes for not being that girl. I work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. I make nothing. And I'm barely yeah. eating anything and ever. And this woman yeah. has the longest acrylics I've ever seen, yeah. and she just eats crawfish. Seven and- figures, making seven figures. Yeah. Yep. She once ate just like five boxes of pizza, and I thought, this this is, the rest of us don't know what we're doing with our lives if we're not this woman. How do you work out after that? Who cares? If you're making seven figures, who gives a shit? Well, your you life is like- going to be pretty short if you're eating six pizzas. I'm sorry, I need to chew my drink. Hold I, on. I can't. Mm. This is like, this is like the jar after it- liposuction. Ew! I have a very important stand-up date coming up that I want to let the people know about. On September 11th, (laughs) a not-so-good date, but I'm going to change things around right now and make things happy, I will be headlining Caroline's on Broadway. That is very exciting. It's crunk, as the kids say. Will you have your picture out in front, too? Yes, I will. Holy shit. I'm going to be on the marquee at Caroline's on Broadway, September 11th, 7.30. I'm going to be joined by three other fabulous comics. I have an MC named Gianmarco Soresi. Talk about Italians kissing on the mouth. Whoa. Charles McBee and Kerry Codet. Uh, so they'll be joining me. Uh, you can check out erinmaguire.com. That's M-A-G-U-I-R-E for the love of Christ. That's how you spell my last name. Check it out. I'm going to have direct link to ticks there. We're going to be promoting it also on all of our social media at Dear Pod Official. So please write to us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe, and shit your pants after you drink the creeper. <laughs>